0: Welcome back to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast.
1: I'm the mom, and my name is Trish.
0: My name is Matt, and I am the son. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, today we are going to be discussing a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Yes, but before,
1: we had some goals. We had some goals. And I don't want, you know, I I, I feel like sometimes you're trying to skip over the goal part. Oh,
0: I was not. I was not. I'm just, uh, you know, just a little uh, a little foreshadowing. <laughs> just stick around for us uh, to talk about burnout (laughs) Uh, but before (laughs) but before we do that we will uh, hold ourselves accountable with uh, our goals from last week that's
1: the plan that's the plan and so my goal my last week uh, I just spent doing anything that was fun and nothing that wasn't fun therefore of course the next week has to come and you have to get back to busy Um, but uh, my goal was to look into the idea of mopeds a a little gas-powered scooter yeah. biz, but um, because the size of the motor that I'd be looking at, I wouldn't need to go to motorcycle school or anything. It would, yeah, be, yeah, you know. Um, and so I looked into it. I learned a few things, like I wouldn't have to go to you know special so, motorcycle school or anything. So
0: you learned of the. Cause I'm, this is uncharted territory uh for me, uh but you, so there are, there's differences in the size of motor and 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 the speed you can get up to. I would be,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think if it's under 35 miles per hour or something, you're 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 kind of good. So I did not buy a moped, um, nor am I sure I would, but I do know where I could go look for them if I were interested. Um, and a helmet, I know I would most likely choose one that's pink. Yeah, um, And other than that, I'm not sure I really want one.
0: Okay, okay. So, well, that's nice. I mean, that's what doing research. That's what it's but about. For a potential buyer to say, hey, maybe this isn't for me.
1: Maybe it, yeah, maybe what, it is, what, maybe it isn't.
0: What initially... Um, made you? Ex- I can see what would make you excited about the idea of a yeah. scooter or moped because yeah. they're they're pretty cool.
1: They're pretty cool. You and can get
0: zipping around. You're not going far,
1: right? You go um, to the store. You go to you know. You take your backpack, put your stuff in it on your way home, whatever.
0: So, what in your research made you say, "Well, let's maybe pump the brakes on on the scooter"?
1: Um, I get it wasn't even in the the research. It was in the trying to really visualize myself with it, um, and I'm kind of a baby about. If it's too cold, I probably won't ride it. If it's too hot, I probably won't ride <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and, and so then I start to narrow the Right, and spring number. and autumn
0: don't really last too long here.
1: Yeah, so I'm starting to narrow the days of that it would be really fun to be yeah. out on your moped. And then what would you do the other days? You have to dust it. You have to keep it insured, I suspect. Sure, you yeah. would have it um, in the garage. That so doesn't have a ton of room. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't mean never. It just means it's not the right time right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hey, well that's a good that's that
1: was that was a goal and I was not overly impulsive and just ended up with a moped on the freeway today.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just yeah, quickly on that too. I've been fighting that urge uh to to be impulsive. Yeah. Um sometimes and I know you have a cautionary tale of such things, but I get Excited when it comes to um, bidding websites, when it comes mm-hmm. to eBay or mm-hmm. uh, Goodwill mm-hmm. has one too. And so sometimes I'm like, well, I'll just see if, you know, if I could get this for this much money, I'll throw a bid on it. Sure. Uh, you know, but I can get myself into some dangerous territory there. Yeah. And because when is it enough? I don't know. But uh, What was
1: my cautionary tale?
0: Those Garth Brooks salt and pepper shakers. Ah,
1: oh, <laughs> dang. You know I love Garth Brooks. Yeah. I would, and, and on, was it eBay? It was eBay. I Spent what like seven dollars or maybe ten anyway Mm. on salt and pepper shakers, Garth Brooks salt salt and pepper shakers. I was very excited because I have a collection of salt and pepper shakers. Well, these came in and they're those little cardboard uh, salt and pepper shakers just like for your picnic
0: stuff. Somebody wrapped paper, somebody had wrapped
1: a picture of Garth Brooks that they had printed off on their printer Mm -hmm. around it, glued it, and sent it to me for like. (laughs)
0: Too much money. Yeah, and I, but I, I felt like there was a thing, too. Like, there was an almost accidental oh, – because I remember the fuss of, oh, did I just accidentally bid $2,000 or something? Uh, on But I think yeah. it got all worked out with eBay. But they're not happy when you cancel a, a payment. No, but, uh, no. Not – no. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: I think that may have been the last time I was on
0: eBay, too. It, it's addicting, though. Don't do it. I'm trying not to. Don't do it. But, I may yeah. have a couple uh, bids out there. But if <laughs> I get – you know, if I get passed, I get passed. The, but – no, Neither mine is there. Snow
1: Village. Snow Village is where I find like, oh, that's an investment.
0: Yeah, like well, the larger the snow. collection, the larger the return is what the, uh, I hear.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can I can spend too much on my Christmas village. Um, but probably oh, is it
0: pretty yeah, when I get but, it set up. But it's a good feeling to be uh, to keep your impulsivity, my impulsivity yeah, in check.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so my goal for last week was to – uh keep forging forward uh on setting up an appointment to potentially get back on anti-anxiety medication.
1: Yeah, how did that go? Cuz I know that you would you'd kind yeah. of hit a wall with that.
0: Well, I got initially I was like really hyped up like okay, I got the phone number, I got a recommendation of someone to call. I'm going to do this. And then I got no answer um from them and then I called a couple other places and it was like going to be a few weeks before I could get seen somewhere. And so that definitely took a little bit of the wind out of my sails, but my goal was to keep pushing forward. So I recalled the um, office that I got a recommendation Uh from from my therapist uh, somewhere in in Meridian here in Idaho. But um, anyway, yeah, I was able to get a hold of somebody. I I was able to uh, set up an appointment, which was – uh, a little bit out, so I I still have about a week and a half before I'm going in.
1: Oh, but it's still a countdown to a day. Exactly, you've got a day. Well, and Good. when I
0: and I gave them my insurance stuff over the phone, uh-huh. and so you know I'll know whether or not things are covered from them. And whatnot. they do this this test that I'm really interested in, and Katie's done it. It's called the Gene site test, mm-hmm. and what it is is that you I think it's like a spit swab uh-huh. sort of a thing. Run it through the lab or whatever, you get this result back, and it shows you in your DNA or whatnot, uh, what sort of medication you are receptive to and or aren't or that might interact poorly with your system, and not just medication, but um just different I don't know, just the, it gives you a little more insight about your your genetics.
1: Well, it almost sounds like the uh twenty one and me I
0: know it sounds like that, Can they tell you where
1: your family's from,
0: but I I don't think they can do that part. I feel like it's a little bit more. On the microscopic level.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I honor that. I don't mean to be making fun. I think uh, that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Learn about what medications would more likely help you.
0: Yeah, and like insurance may or may not cover so I might not do that. But I had, when I was younger, a, a positive experience mm-hmm. on a certain anti-anxiety mm-hmm. medication. So yeah. uh, I was telling that them that over the phone, uh-huh. too. And it was just a really... The, the person answering the phone was just a really nice guy, was really, nice. like, welcoming and just, like, in the in his voice, like, yeah, of course, we can help you out.
1: Man. Oh, yeah. but, uh good.
0: So it was just a, a positive experience. So, good.
1: I'm so excited for and you. And he was,
0: even gave me a few recommendations if it was, like, an immediate, like, if I was like, I need some help right now, which yeah. is totally a thing that, it that goes through. It certainly is. Uh, you know, for me, it's one of those things where I'm like, this has been kind of a slow burn. Like, I can wait another week and a half. Yeah. yeah. But, uh you know, but he even gave me some recommendations. They're like, "Hey, if this is an emergency, like I, I can give you some information." I was like, "No, I, you know, I can wait." Um, That's but, wonderful. So it's good. So I will go in. Um, my game plan right now is just to maybe see if I can get back on the medication mm-hmm. that I'd been on before. Mm-hmm. See if it still works right? for me. Yeah. Um, but it is uh, um, immediately after making that call, I ha- started feeling a little more relieved because yeah. it was like this could help. Yep. This could help. Um, I know we talked about last week and what we'll get into today with, with uh, that I've been uh, – the term burnout, mm-hmm. uh, as, as I've been uh, looking into it, uh, it really hit a couple yeah. signals in me where I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it's just one of things like, in my mind, having a, a date to see a doctor about yeah. taking care of this is already – relieving some stress yes yeah so i'm excited
1: congratulations really
0: yeah i'm no, excited I, for you thank you i i think it'll be a if anything uh worthwhile um endeavor to, to try to see how this works
1: yeah so uh i had a interesting uh message text that came through today yeah um uh, to me and uh from who uh a, a, a well, it's a woman I know and and there's a woman who she knows who's trying to get in touch with me. Um and so she was just calling to ask if you know if I give my permission to pass my information along. Um so she's involved with the class of 2009. You know how reunions are all coming up now? Yeah, yeah. And they want to honor your dad. Oh, no way. And I'm like I was so um Kind of, of course, initially, absolutely, yes, absolutely. I mean, all these months, and it's just—it's past 10 now, I've been thinking of how I've missed him, how you kids have missed him. Um, And now there are students who he has worked with, who he worked with, who he hadn't worked with in 10 years, obviously, who want to honor him. And that just touches my heart. Yeah. It makes me, like, get a lump in my throat. Um, not in a I-miss-him-poor-me way at all, but it's in a, it's I like, don't know. Well,
0: yeah, no, that's amazing that, to think so... about the impact that he had on our community. Yeah. Um, and to a point where people would like to honor that impact. Isn't that something? That's really, really cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, I mean Well, that. that
1: is something. I don't know what the um, – what the, they would want or anything, right. but I um, would certainly...
0: Did you respond back?
1: Uh, no, I, I... Yes, I yeah, would yeah. very much want to talk with her, and now oh, I'm okay. waiting for her to get me her information. But um, that's something I think that I would open up to you boys as well if there were... I don't know. That might be hard because you guys all... We all graduated from that school, and...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah. it's so... Sweet and
0: I think that is really, really yeah. cool and really touching. Yeah, um, very touching because, yeah, he was he was an educator at this high school for over 30 years, over 30 yeah. years, and uh, and
1: you know, in town, so mm-hmm.
0: and it's not a, a big town, and so I, he was a very he was pu- you know, both of you, you and dad, are both kind of public figures yeah. in the town. <laughs> well,
1: sure, you know, when you work in the schools, you've worked with lots of families, you've met a lot so, of yeah, yeah, parents yeah, and a lot of people, yeah. and uh, so anyway, that happened today. Doesn't That's that, that is really,
0: really cool. I mean, I Thinking back to his, his funeral service, uh, we held the um, – I mean, we had something at the cemetery the day before, but mm-hmm. the day after, um, we yeah had the service at the high school in the auditorium mm-hmm. that he had conducted countless yeah. concerts at. And yeah, it was filled with students, with, with mm-hmm. uh, teachers, colleagues, yeah. and just friends yeah. of his. And, yeah, th- I remember that feeling was like, you know – because my head at that point was like, oh, there's so much, there's a huge change in our lives mm-hmm. that we have to deal with. But then to see this, that many people turn out and be like, also the impact that he had on that community it made mm-hmm. me really proud of of him and yeah, um, and to see that continued on right. about a year later, you know, with this reunion Seriously. thing is like that's really really cool. Yeah, it
1: is. So there we go. We'll we'll see how how that plays forward. Um, yeah, but that was that was great. Yeah. Was so
0: before we get into our
1: much anticipated, uh, much anticipated
0: yeah. discussion. Uh, we also this past Sunday was Father's Day.
1: Yeah. Now I purposefully didn't push anything out, you know, for for you boys at all. I did take my own dad um, out to to lunch, and and uh, he and, and his lady and I we all had a great time. Um, so go ahead and talk about how
0: yeah well, Father's so, Day
1: came about for the family.
0: So um, the So the day before on Saturday, um, my little brother, uh, texted a group, Eric. Yeah. My little brother, Eric, uh, texted this group chat with me and Sam, my older brother. Uh, and he was just saying, Hey, I don't know what you guys' plans are for father's day, you know, but I know that I feel like this is going to be hitting me pretty hard. Um, so if you guys want to get together, um, we, I, I would like to do that. And Initially I hadn't even really been thinking about that cuz in my head I was like I knew Father's Day was coming up but it was I was very centered on mm-hmm. my, on how I was feeling For about sure. it. Yeah. You know and I was like oh you know like I think I'll be okay with it. I'm not too worried and then to have Eric send that message and be like hey I'm I'm not it, I'm not feeling so good about right. this. Yeah. It it really brought me right back to that where we were as a as a yeah. as our unit of just like okay if one of us is is it's, is losing grip then we gotta we gotta right. fall we in and yeah. um, I ended up being so we ended up having a barbecue at your mm-hmm. house
1: it was it was all three of you of you boys plus all of the girls plus the granddaughter
0: mm-hmm. and, and all was, the dogs
1: and all the dogs and it was a party
0: yeah. And it was really fun, and you know, and at, you
1: guys took care of everything. I mean, I don't know who organized all that, but the food showed up. The, you know, it was just yeah. very nice.
0: It was really cool. And as we got together, and we were together, and we had a drink for Dad, and and we just talked drink, and, and shots, couple, but uh,
1: <laughs> of Dad's favorite,
0: yeah. Which course. and Dad had cheap tastes, but <laughs> so do I. So it's fine. Uh, but um, yeah, it being there with everybody it really did mean a lot more to me than i thought it was going yeah. to i think i would have had nothing happened i think i would have been fine yeah um yeah. but to be surrounded by family actually felt good yes. you know and so that was really really cool
1: well that was my my feeling as well as is, is when one reached out it was it became a priority and um and i love that i love that about our family how um your older brother sam is a dad they had um they could have had other plans too. But they whatever. Yeah. It all all ended up being together, which is is a rarity. It doesn't <laughs> happen often. Just because of work schedules and, right, right. and busy busy families and um but it was a great day.
0: Yeah, it it was good. And it was nice to sort of honor him that way. I hope everybody listening had a good uh weekend, whether it was Father's yeah. Day celebrated or not. But yeah. um yeah, it was nice. Yes.
1: Yes, yes. We oh. should do that again.
0: Yes, we should. <laughs> um yeah, okay. So, let's get let's get into this.
1: Okay, so you've researched and I have as well. Um stress is stress and we have lived in stress mm-hmm. and stress.
0: And a few episodes back, we did a, a whole episode on on stress and the effects it has on the the body. The body.
1: Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Um and in this um Article I have, and I'm just going to mm-hmm, briefly yeah, talk about sure. it. But um, so it is not, it, it can be caused by stress, but it isn't the same thing as stress. Um, this says stress by and large involves too much, too many pressures um, that make demands on you. Uh, physically, mentally, stressed people can still imagine what is it going to feel like when this stress is over there's a light at the end of the tunnel but burnout on the other hand is about not enough
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: not too much it's not enough being burned out feels empty and mentally exhausted devoid of motivation and beyond caring yeah and when i um i read that i thought oh my goodness i have been burned out for so, yeah. to an extent, <laughs> yeah. a lot of the last 10 years or something. Well, truly, truly. And and uh, not really burned out to where I couldn't get out of bed. No, but I know. It, sometimes at the end of the day, when you come home from work and you can just sit in a chair and that's it for the day because you are exhausted, mm-hmm. that's burnout.
0: Yeah, Katie put it to me uh, a good way too that really struck me. Cause, so my whole idea about burnout was I think I did associate it pretty closely with stress Uh if like, Oh, I'm burnt out. Okay. Just need to take some time. Maybe, uh, you know, kind of go harken back to the, also the self care thing we talked about of like, there's certain things we can do to sort of alleviate that stress. Um, but not real and realizing now that burnout is, it's not something that you can just sort of wait around with and it's going to pass. Katie put it to me the way that was like, you know, the things that if the things that you that make you happy, aren't making you Mm -hmm. happy anymore, then you're burnt, you're burned out. Like if, 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 you know, there's not like, that's something that I've been noticing here. in some of the things I saw from, I think the the article I read it for was for psychology today, but it was saying that signs of burnout, there's Mm -hmm. physical and emotional exhaustion. Um, and it manifests like, you know, fatigue, insomnia, Mm but just forgetfulness, absent-minded sort of thing. Um, it has physical, Symptoms too of like chest pain, heart palpitations and like stomach pain. Like mm-hmm. you can be physically, you know, affected by this. And then of course like anxiety and depression and stuff. Like when you don't when your cup is too full and yeah. there's just not enough room, yeah. There's not a lot of uh reprieve from it. No, <laughs> it's no, just there.
1: It is. And um
0: uh, like it, it, you
1: become feeling helpless, maybe hopeless when it, when it just feels like I there is no end to this stress.
0: Yeah, uh, like cynicism and Mm -hmm. detachment. Yeah. Um, And that's where, that's the one that really hit me first where I was like, okay, like loss of enjoyment, being pessimistic, uh, tending towards isolation. Yeah. Like that's, I. you know, that's been me. I've been feeling like uh, lately if if I could just be alone, if I could be absolutely alone, I could recharge my Mm -hmm. batteries because they need to be recharged Mm -hmm. because they're empty. but the thing that it is is like if the stress, if the things that are causing you stress aren't going away, those, right? It doesn't matter if you plug your phone in for five minutes; it's going to go right back down to, yeah. to, to, to empty. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just one of those things that once you hit that point of, of being burnt out, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, usually it's, yeah, it, it you know, it, to me it. It's one of those things, like, a lot of subtle things happening to the point where now it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> right. Okay. Well,
1: and that that's what I heard and uh, read, too, is just that if – when it gets to the point – when it gets to the point that you are recognizing these signs as not just being temporary stress, but I am burned out, it, you really have already turned the corner and you are burned out. And mm-hmm. that's not as easy as, um, you know, take a hot bath, you'll feel better. Right. Burned out is – A very emotional um, issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It can cause apathy and Mm -hmm. irritability and then lack of productivity, which I think is interesting in the sense of the one that I'm, where I'm feeling my burnout come from is just overwork. There's Mm -hmm. the 40 hour a week job. Mm -hmm. And then there's the things I love doing, but they include more work, like doing research for the podcasts, doing the band stuff. It's just adding on top of it. Um, But there's other burnout. I mean, like there, people from like disadvantaged groups, people of marginalized communities, you know, I mean, there's those stresses coming in every day.
1: I, I mean, having to fight the good fight every mm-hmm. single day, and having yeah.
0: to, yeah, and just like there's so many things that can bombard somebody mm-hmm. that just, it just becomes to a point where it's like, all right, I, I, now this is an issue to deal with.
1: Well, because ultimately, some. I, Burnout can lead to suicide. You know, it can lead well, to so the feels- ultimate of detachment yeah, of I mean, others. It's just, I can't.
0: Mm-hmm. It really can. I mean, and that's been something that I've been seeing articles on lately and and something we talked about in our stress episode mm-hmm. about the the fact that the amount of stress that we're dealing with as a society is, is causing it life is. expectancy to, deco- to go it down. Um, death by despair is the thing they're talking about, mm-hmm. and that's suicide, and that's alcoholism and drug mm-hmm. addiction. Yeah. Um, and those things are on the rise largely due to being over a, a community of, of, that's overstressed yeah. and burned out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really interesting, though, the, the lack of productivity thing, I thought was interesting because it's coming from my, you know, my instance, it's working putting too much work into things some my burnout is now helping me is not helping me be productive it's I'm it less isn't. productive
1: that's right that's right um, it is an emotional and, and it's like you're saying earlier too it's physical it's a mental stress and at, at a certain point when you just aren't resilient anymore mm-hmm. you become apathetic you're, I mean this is how you're coping is that I can't cope with this and it just And even things you love, you can become uh, apathetic to.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It takes your energy. Mm -hmm. It really does. It It really does. It becomes everything. And then, like, so I was reading through these things, and it really started to click in my head of, like, oh, I really do... I I really do find less enjoyment in the things that I used to find great enjoyment in. I feel less present in, in moments that I wish I was more present in because... I hit this thing of my plate is just too full. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And going into some of those things too about like the things that, and the thing that too that I found interesting was reading about what you can do to overcome stress or, I mean, burnout or to, to sort of manage it. Yeah. What was that? Well, basically, I mean, there, there was a few things I read. One of them was kind of the stock answer that I do believe is true, but sorry. Um, getting good sleep making sure that your 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 diet is conducive to to making you not feel like crap mm-hmm. and uh, and you know moderate exercise that's kind of the stock answer when it comes to any sort of how do i feel better you know it's well, like sure. sleep eat better get yeah. fit work out your body yeah, um, which is like it's it's fine and good, <laughs> but if you're feeling in a place where you have, seriously,
1: yeah, if you are really burned out yeah. and you've worked all day and you go home, it's like, and well, let you're me make this couch. healthy
0: dinner. Let me go for a a, a walk. Yeah. Let me go do. It's like you're uh, more likely things, to yeah. go,
1: you know, to In and Out Burger on your way home because you just don't even have the get up and go to. Cut up a salad, open the bag well, of salad, whatever.
0: It's true because like, when you feel like your plate is too full, the idea of adding more things for self-help, yeah. it seems like, well, I, I'm just going to not worry about that because I can take care of that with something it easy is. by it... eating this or, or – or... And that
1: becomes a negative mm-hmm. cycle.
0: Well, yeah, And then like, you know, it's in like insomnia, staying up later mm-hmm. and stuff, losing the lack of sleep, and it becomes a cycle.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the other thing that I saw that really is um, – the big one that I kind of am actually having a trouble with is if your plate's too full, you got to clear it. You know, you got to take a few things off of it. Um, and that's something I'm struggling with because I'm like, well, I, but I can't, I don't feel like I can give up the things that I love doing outside of my 40 hour a work, like a 40 hour week sure. work week. Yeah. Uh, being these podcasts and, and playing in the band that I play in, like, I've already done something. I, I mm-hmm. left one of the bands I was in. Yeah, Um we've consolidated the podcasts to one day a week, mm-hmm. and you're kind enough to come out to Boise so we can do it in one location. Yeah. Well,
1: um, and it's I, not a bad location. I know. By the way. <laughs> no,
0: I know. I know. But so it's like I feel like we're making steps to yeah. to minim, minimize that amount of stress. But it's like not working. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's working in to, some aspects, but
1: with you right now your anxiety has been working over time as well.
0: There's that as well. So,
1: there is the stress of the 40 hours and the things you love. But there's also if you just layer a little cherry on top of that Sunday right now. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with anxiety, and so a positive step you've taken is to to speak to someone about trying to bring that down cuz I wonder and we won't know until you've done it, mm-hmm. but if you if on the right medication if you can start, uh, feeling within what you still are doing, um, less burnout.
0: And I, that's what I I'm wonder really hoping for, yeah. really, really hoping yeah. for and excited to share on this show. Cause if it's something that is helpful, yeah. I would love to share that, but also, um, yeah, uh, another way. So Katie, uh, I wish she, she's busy today. I wish she could be on this episode cause she's written for her, her previous job, uh, about, stress and burnout oh, a few yeah. times and she actually pointed me towards some pretty cool articles that i'll talk about here too but uh the example she was giving me was like there's a big cup and there's a little or a smaller cup you know and the more stressed you are the smaller your cup is like mm-hmm. the more anxiety and the more stress you're experiencing and burnout like your cup is small mm-hmm. and the more you can do to alleviate that stress from yourself that cup will grow you'll have more space to work with yeah you know and so things become more manageable and that's really really what I'm hoping for for sure um yeah the other thing that got me with the like things you can do to manage burnout that I kind of want to talk about too is like they're like take a break honestly I mean like if you're if you are overworked overstressed burnt out You need to take a break. But myself included in a lot, a lot of people are not in a position to take a break. I I can't take too much time off work because Mm -hmm. I can't take that hit to the paycheck. Right. You know, it says, like, take vacations when you can. But it's like, who can take time to travel and take that time off work? Exactly. You know, and so...
1: And I wonder, too, if that's... The stage of life you're in as well is a high... I, I just... I'm remembering having... Young family, you're working hard all the time, yeah. And sometimes one job, sometimes two jobs, Um, and you know you're looking to maybe buy a home or be able to make sure there's good tires on your car. I mean, there's always stuff, and um, in your twenties, that's that's a tough time. You're you're trying to build a life, so you give up ideas of uh, a 40-hour work week, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, 45 to 65, sure. sounds about right. yeah. Um, yeah. And you feel like I'm investing in something else that's going to, uh, I'll appreciate it when I'm 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get it, too. Yeah, and, yeah. And from my perspective looking back, I still say at 20-something, maybe clear the plate on a weekend and say, no, no,
0: yeah. no. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually is really interesting, too, because I hadn't really thought about that until we were kind of thinking about this podcast episode. But so for you and dad, mm-hmm. too, as parents, you know, uh, f- who work full time, who have three kids mm-hmm. and, and you know, the, just the, all the stuff yeah. the, to, to deal with as a parent, uh, w- w- did that ever come up as a thing to you? Because even mm-hmm. like the idea of taking a vacation— with three kids, doesn't sound very <laughs> relaxing. It sounds like there's a lot more there's to manage, a... <laughs> just a different location. Yeah.
1: So, well, that was your dad's philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> I always loved travel. So, I, I mean, I, I loved it. Yeah. Your dad, he would, he would just assume, we can't we just put a tent in the backyard and put the kids out there and that's their vacation? No, no, no. <laughs> you yeah. have to go in a car somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, if it, you know, the, the idea of the, the frog and you put him in the water – and the water starts to heat up and you're heating up the water and you're heating up the water until the water is uh, boiling basically mm-hmm. if the frog will stay in that water and probably cook in that water if you take a pot of boiling water you throw a frog into it he's going to hop right out like no way I'm not doing this yeah. so partly parenthood i mean you bring home a new baby and there's tons of stress and tons of uh, getting used to things but once you've hit the you're in the zone you hit the routine you really um in time, right. forget what a long night's sleep was. And you forget when you were thinking about what two people would eat, not three, mm-hmm. and then four, and then five. And so I think you you make it's your new... Gradual. Yeah, it's a gradual um, change after initially bringing home a baby. Um,
0: but there had to have been times where it was just like, but there were this times, is too much. I'm
1: off. I'm done. I can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was... Um, Those would be times when unusual things would happen. If you kids were sick, and then serious stuff like pneumonia or um, broken arms, you know, it it didn't take a lot to put me over. Sometimes, you know, as long as we're running in the in the groove, Uh it's all good. But um, a check bounces at the bank, and I'm I can't see straight. I don't know, and then. But it was nice I had um, dad. So there were two of us who could problem-solve together. Um, And so you don't really... I guess you're there. You don't realize it. Um, I was not that aware of my mental health at the time because who had time to be aware of your mental health at the time? I do remember sometimes feeling like I will do nothing for the rest of my life but uh, be folding Little boy, tidy, mm-hmm. whitey underpants. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's my life now. Yeah. Or I wish I had a favorite color. I don't remember when I stopped having a favorite color. I just don't even know. Yeah. Because it. Um, I went to work every day, though, and talked with people. And there were a lot of women who worked where I was. And you could. You could sort of share your... Um, I, it, your life, you know, mm-hmm. with other people, and hear their lives. And women who were older could say, "Oh, I remember when my kids were in that stage too." Or, um, so there was relief in finding other people, even at, at work, you know, um,
0: to kind of to vent share with. with. Yeah. And I
1: think that that's part of the help of with burnout is talking to other people. Community is huge. It is huge, and and feeling that you can communicate. And I was always very blessed to be able to talk to to people. My parents were around and very, very supportive, loved you kids, would take you kids in any time. Um, but there were times like when you were, um, you know, going through your initial anxiety stuff when you oh, were for sure. a, that a, was, a teenager, Yeah, that was that, that I just worried. So for you, you know, and we had a lot going on and, but it kind of like we need to stop the train for a minute here. Cause Matt, this is important, you know, and, and your dad and I, again, could bounce off each other, um, who, who's taking Matt to school today, who's doing, you know, uh, yeah. and, and checking in or do whatever.
0: I'm I'm, I mean, and I know I've said this before, and I'm I'm really glad I got to have this talk with dad too before he passed, but I'm eternally grateful for that. I mean, because I feel like that is a, I look at it, at the time I was so wrapped up in this panicked state of, feel, of right. not knowing what this feeling was. Right. Because it wasn't until a while afterwards that the word depression and anxiety disorder yeah. got thrown around. Right. For a while, it was just like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, and it, I, I but didn't... your
1: brain is telling you, you are not safe. Yes. Your brain was telling you, and you were hearing, because that was your your whole body said, I'm not safe. And when you could say, well, what is not safe? I don't know.
0: And I don't know. And I don't but know. But I know that leaving the what house sounds awful. Feel, yeah. What made yeah. you
1: feel that way? Did something happen? Did you feel? I don't know. No. Yeah. Nothing I can't to point think to. of anything. And so, as um, your parents- Yeah we couldn't let you just suffer
0: that. Nope. You yeah. don't, you know, and, but I I could see in other units where that could have caused a lot more, um, not destruction, but a lot more strain on the family that at least from my perspective, when I was going through that stuff, you and dad did a job where I never felt like I was a burden on the family, never. you know? And yeah. I th- but, well, it's
1: like what you kids did this last weekend. Somebody needed help. Somebody reached out and said, this is tough. And nobody thought twice. Yeah, it's the it's the community we've built as a team, as a family, and um, but when you come back to burnout, probably I was, um, I was already on my antidepressants in those days, yeah. in those through those days, so I was already being medically helped, or I was very close to it. I think I was pretty close to forty, actually. So you would have been about ten or twelve when I started my uh, depression yeah. issues. Um, no, when I recognized them, I yeah. think I'd been living with them for a while. So we um, were—I guess you know what it. There was a lot of laughing, a lot of love, a lot of really good times, and but there was a level of um, stress all always. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're heading up a, your own family, you mm-hmm. know? and uh, lots of. Rejoicing and all, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, too, but, but like in
0: the in those sort of harder times, yeah. like when I was going through that, all that stuff and whatnot, like you know, I, it kind of sounds like it was really that sort of like love of the family that just keeps the train rolling. It does. Yeah.
1: Oh, I remember this one time. Your dad, being a band director, had the band on a a trip somewhere or other, and they had gone to Subway, and the kids had. Um, Paid the money to dad. Dad put in one order, basically, is Mm -hmm. what it was. Put in one order and then used his debit card. um, And then I think the kids had somehow paid it back. Anyway, so back here in town, I had taken our dogs to the groomer. And I went to use the debit card to pay for the groomer. and and, and, And in those days, or maybe our bank, but anyway, if you had spent over... $200 $200 or whatever. It sort of froze it for a bit. It, it wasn't that money wasn't in there. It was that it
0: was, it was not
1: like, being used or couldn't be used right then. So
0: it got like red flagged as like fraud, maybe Something. like hey, someone spending because hundreds of it, dollars at it, Subway well, in Reno, it, Nevada.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's exactly what it was. Anyway. So then my dogs are at the groomer. I can't get them out. I'm embarrassed. I don't know what in the world my husband just did, but I knew I needed to be very mad. Very, very <laughs> yeah. mad. Cause well, finan- throws, the yeah. financial stuff is just, my worst nightmare. And so there we were yeah. and I had to go home. And I know I got with all of you boys it's like if you have any money at all I need you to give me your yeah. money.
0: <laughs> Buddy <laughs> and Brenda are in grooming jail. <laughs>
1: They are, yes, and I need to get them, you know, released tonight or else they're going to cost twice as much tomorrow. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah, I
0: right. think we
1: came up with 40 bucks amongst the family and I went back, it was like, oh my Dang Dang, now that you say that, that rings a bell. Yeah, it was not my favorite. Um, But those were the sort of things, those, you know, you live your life with that agitated stress all the time uh-huh. and then it just like over the top.
0: yeah. Yeah. So. Man, I Katie pointed me towards this really interesting article um by Ann Helen Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh about uh and it was an article on BuzzFeed News, but it, and the article was called How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation. Oh. Uh so this is one take and there there was there's argument back and forth on it, but basically and something that I think rea- really um struck me as like, yeah, okay, was I think a lot of people my age and around our group sort of – you grow up with this idea of you get your education, you go to school, you can be whatever you want to be. You get mm-hmm. the education and you learn. And so a lot of people – I I didn't do the traditional college route, but a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. It. And so it's like you go into a field you're interested in, but find ourselves in this place of not being able to get work in that field – um, really, unless you were passionate about tech, <laughs> um, yeah, things didn't quite yeah. work out maybe the way that that we believed, and so it it forces one that's financial stress of going to school.
1: Well, and then the student loan debt exactly that never goes away.
0: It never until like there's people now paying it into their seventies. I mean, it's wild, but uh yeah. you know, and uh, and so like kind of that is you you hustle you you you. You burn the candle at both ends because you have this end goal, mm-hmm. and now what we're seeing is people are getting that that end goal is not being able to be reached, right. and it's causing a lot of people my age to be very, uh, myself included, be kind of paycheck to paycheck, sure. struggling with where sure. it's like, where are we? What what's the the option here? Yeah, you know. And um, do you
1: see any way out? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's something
0: a, that a, I, yeah. I know, and I don't. I know we have listeners of all age ranges. Mm-hmm. We love you all very much. Um, I get sort of really eye rolly when I hear the thing of like, oh, millennials are not—they're not buying houses, they're not doing this, they're not—they're not going to doing all this stuff. It's like we don't have money, <laughs> we don't have—I uh, don't—I don't know. Like the, right. the the idea of buying a home is such like a foreign concept to me yeah. right now with where yeah. things are at. Like there's just a lot of that stuff and a lot of the things that was really clicking in my brain when I was seeing these things about burnout and, and taking vacation, taking a day off work, even like I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a job where if I call in and I say, I'm, I'm feeling sick. Um, I can't, is it okay if I, if I stay home today that the machine doesn't stop rolling. Right. Um, but all my jobs previous to this one were kitchen jobs where the idea of being like, Hey, I'm, I'm sick. I can't come in today. That's not, Mm-mm. it's like you can come in and if you throw up, you can go home. Yeah. How much Uh, did you throw? Yeah, because it's like you have you're a cog in this part of the machine Mm -hmm. that if without you doesn't run. Right, and so like that that stress right now I'm like I'm I'm getting brought back to this memory of when I was uh, working at this pizza place in downtown Mm -hmm, Boise mm -hmm. and um, to get time off was you had to find somebody and say hey I have this shift would you mind taking this shift and everyone's like. Oh, I was doing something that yeah, day. I'm, yeah. I'm busy. And so I had I just joined the band I'm in right now, Bright Old Giant. Check it out. I feel like post-rock music. But uh, <laughs> we were going on this tour, and it was a two-week tour. And yet getting two weeks' worth of covered? shifts covered was the biggest stress I could think of. And yeah. that was to go do something I was excited to do. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, I was thinking about that if if dad had got sick, and right. I was at a kitchen, I was at a kitchen job where it wasn't like, oh, I could just –
1: You'd have to just probably quit your job and go find a different job. I mean, I mean, it how would, do it would do do come that? down to a
0: serious eye to eye that be, that's yeah. like, I don't want to let you down, you mm-hmm. know, as my employer. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, I'm glad I was not in that situation. Right. Um, there's just a lot of things where it's like my heart just really goes <laughs> out to, to people Seriously. who are burnt out and who are dealing with yeah. this because it's it feels like a hole to dig. Your that is that's hard to yeah. get out of.
1: As a elementary school principal, more than one time. Uh, I know that that I was the straw that broke the camel's back when I would call and say, I need you to come in and pick up your child because of la, la, la. And they come in so.
0: Oh, you threw off their groove.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So done. And it's almost, it it felt to me as the the principal. And it would be easy to go there and be judgy, like, uh, isn't your kid more important than, you know? Right. but, But that wasn't the issue. The issue was they are hanging on by a thread. And. They don't have any more resiliency. And um, so, yeah, the the last thing they needed to hear was from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like with some of those people, too, when you understand their situation, you can make other kind of arrangements Mm -hmm. if if, uh, they call in a parent, too. It can be done. But, again, it's back to communication of, yeah, here's where I am. And if so-and-so does that again, I just... I don't mean, you know, I mean, yeah, if they yeah. break their arm, of course, don't leave them.
0: Right, <laughs> you know, right, but, right.
1: But, you know, and, and, and things can always be worked out. But it's so hard because once you're burned out, you just, there there isn't um, a lot left in you to, to you know, pull from. Uh, yeah. It's hard, and real that, hard.
0: Definitely. And that's the thing with like, I was talking to Katie before uh, I came here to the... To do this i was like i don't know like i i hate the idea of going into doing this episode without some like and here's how you can fix it yeah but there's there's those things of like uh one of the things i, I was reading about of like the causes of of burnout, burnout you know w- one of them workload um two is lack of control mm-hmm. um lack of uh you know, validation. Yeah. I mean, lack of fairness. I mean, that goes back to like there are communities all around the world, all around this country, groups of people who are treated unfair every day for what, whatever reason—sexual orientation, race, exactly. any of those things—and those aren't things that be like, "Well, just do this, and that and goes away." <laughs> like no, there is there's no, no yeah. there's no, and
1: and it's not quick. It's never going to be a quick fix. And um,
0: and it's it can I can feel where that can just be such a, a think where it's like days, like, oh, am I? I want to get out of bed and go deal with some more BS. I know. You know, and that's where it's like, but I do... Well, the kid at school that gets bullied. Right. I feel
1: like every day that they get up and they put on their clothes and they head back to school knowing what kind of a day is in store for them is horrific to me. It's just, it, yeah, it totally. really presses my buttons that 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 people have to live... And, and it, it, not be able to really have that pursuit of happiness right. that we're supposed to
0: Experience have. and expect cruelty. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not wearing armor to school. I mean, no. and yet they somehow learn how to, to survive being bullied. Um, and yeah.
0: And that's where I – this is one of the sort of like call to action. No, but yeah. like, uh, you know, I think that's one of those cultural shifts where it's like – like you were saying um, – Where when you started getting on medication Mm -hmm. and those things, like you said that maybe that had been years and years and years in the making, but it just wasn't something that you talked about. Right. And uh, I have even had friends with conversations with my friends of my same age and Mm -hmm. and stuff. Usually like the friends when I talk to like my male friends, that idea of talking about being burnt out Mm -hmm. uh, or being too stressed or needing help, Mm -hmm. like that's a conversation that's very, very hard for people to have. Um,
1: well, we don't start, you know, and put our weaknesses out there. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's our humanness that yeah. we're putting out there.
0: And I think if more people were, if we could just address, even I think the first stage of helping with being with burnout is mm-hmm. to say, like, I'm burnt out, you know, yeah. I'm stressed
1: and I've been so stressed for a year. Yeah. And now I don't see an end in sight and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling like that my life doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, put it out there.
0: Right. It, it's, and it's definitely, vulnerable i mean that's Mm -hmm. vulnerability right there you know um but i think recognizing that there's an issue within ourselves of this is how i'm feeling is the first step to recovering and, and helping yeah um you know and i think i do have a strong feeling that if more people if we're able to admit that that there's an issue whether it's like whatever you know Something's unfair. I have no control. I'm overworked. Uh, mm-hmm. i these things if people could could admit that that problem at least two, I think there'd be less cruelty yeah. in the world if if we if we could just you know well, i don't and I don't know if that's all to be true, but it's just like I feel like
1: well, I think that you know um, folks who aren't burned out can see it in another, mm-hmm. and you can see it in your friends when they are. Lethargic, and they're not normally lethargic, yeah, and they yeah. can't remember things, and they're overwhelmed, and all they can they just keep perseverating or thinking over and over again about the stress issues. You need to point it out to them and say, "This isn't okay. This isn't you. This is not yeah.
0: This isn't something you just have to accept yeah. that this is life. This
1: is not just life." Now, I um so I have this little piece here that says, "Dealing with burnout requires the three R approach." Ooh, can I guess? Pick one.
0: Um, respect.
1: No.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I don't mean re- – that
1: sounded like a disrespectful answer. Uh, yeah.
0: You? No, idiot. <laughs> uh, Duh. <laughs> uh, rest. Relaxation. Uh,
1: one is recognize. Recognize. Recognize the signs of being
0: – Yeah. And I completely agree.
1: Of uh, being burned out. Yeah. Recognize. Now – To put
0: a name to a feeling is a powerful – sensation to be like, okay, this is burnout. I can work from there.
1: Yeah. Well, and that was the second one is reverse, meaning undo the damage by seeking support and managing your stress. Mm -hmm. So finding someone to talk to, finding, managing the stress, and that might mean, I know, I know this isn't a great time, but I have got to take off uh, make a three-day weekend mm-hmm. kind of thing. And yeah. the third one is resilience. Build your resilience to stress. And there it comes back to taking care of your physical and emotional health. Yeah. And the, the three R's of uh, working with burnout, very simplistic because it's very complicated. But once you're in it, you already, you've turned the corner. Once you're burned <laughs> yeah. out, it's it's hard.
0: It's hard. And then if you're dealing with it for such a, a, a long amount of time, it, it's easy to forget what it's like to not feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think human, I think we're really... Um, we adapt. We adapt, exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. we adapt. And so things just start to feel like reality. You know, like, well, this is just life. This is just how it is. Mm-hmm. When really it's like, this is how life is going. Mm-hmm. You know, what? what but how, how do I address where I'm at with this?
1: I wonder if millennials, and I'm not looking at you like... I'm just saying, you know, the burned out yeah, sure. generation. But are your role models people who are also burned out are they people who worked so hard to get to somewhere Mm -hmm. and modeled how hard you work you just sacrifice sacrifice lift yourself up by your bootstraps that idea don't be weak don't be yeah are those the role models of millennials that you get there and you're like wait a minute (laughs) yeah (laughs) well I I
0: think there's something really inspiring about um you see, or you hear this idea from like role models, like whether it's like musicians for Mm -hmm. sure, um, whatever you, whoever your role model is, if you have this, if if you're getting this idea of like, it's all about the hustle. Like you gotta get up every morning, you gotta hit the pavement, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta work hard. And if you work hard enough, maybe something's gonna come to your way. And that's an inspiring idea. And then you see, you see people, you see other millennials. I see people 10 years younger than me who are making successful careers, making videos on YouTube and, uh, and, uh, video game services mm-hmm. like that. Like it's like that entrepreneurship and that idea of like, just grind it out, do your best and maybe, you know, you'll get there mm-hmm. is an inspiring idea. But then the more that you, you follow that hustle, the more you're on the grind, the more it where is you out. Well, because what did you sacrifice to be there? And yeah. and then it's maybe like maybe
1: somebody didn't need to be a
0: relationship person. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe they didn't need you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying like I want to do like video, you know, but like to no. see to see people be like, oh, you can you can work your way out of these cracks and actually make a successful thing doing something you're passionate about. Um, that's like okay, I want to do that, yeah. and then you to work towards that goal without not even just immediate success. That's another thing I hear that I get a little like annoyed with when it's like, oh, and I hear about millennials is just like, oh yeah, doesn't go their way. So they give up. It's like, it's a prolonged experience of trying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how long do I beat my head against the wall? Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's interesting. I don't have the answers for sure. And I don't know, you know, this is just our opinion too. I feel like Ever. I don't. I have a weird. I have like this weird feeling talking about this stuff too. I'm like, this is.
1: I know, it, you know it's a vulnerable but, feeling, but I'll just tell you, I um, a lot of the coolest people I know are in that millennial generation, because what they have and value that's in them is um. Is emotion, mm-hmm. is connection, is you know some of those things that they don't want to sacrifice they want to have balance in their lives and so it's but it's not an easy fit with how previous generations have um, you know done things yeah but just honestly some of the kindest people um, I've always felt very comfortable and included with Millennials it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to matter that I'm an old lady you know they're <laughs> it, they're nice people
0: well, yeah well you know what I think is interesting too is I see a lot of um a lot of people my age, we've worked jobs that are customer service industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with people. And so you can see, I think it's a very um, revealing sort of service to get into is like mm-hmm. food service, any customer service, any anything that you're dealing directly with people, because you see uh, what the right and wrong way to treat people in situations are. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was working at Whole Foods, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I was behind the counter making burritos for mm-hmm. people. And you see people of all different, you know, a, a lot of the, the clientele there is a bit, a little bit older and a little mm-hmm. more affluent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you see somebody who is having a really strong reaction to something very minor. Mm-hmm. And my go-to is to say like, I feel like it's, it taught me that skill of being like, well, what's this person going through? Uh, you know, I think they're acting like a jackass, but mm-hmm. maybe this got me here. This got me here. But what I learned from that is, uh, that's not how I'm going to treat somebody. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm I I know what it means to show somebody respect because I've been shown that disrespect, right? You know, and so it's like, I think. Thank
1: I, you for giving me a story, yeah, jackass.
0: Yeah, right. Just be like, well, no matter how bad my day is, I'm not treating the guy uh-huh. making burritos that mm-hmm. way because that feels like shit. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and that's all over the place. Um, learning that sort of thing. So I do feel like I belong to a very. Empathetic mm-hmm. generation, mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I just, I you know, looking at the world, maybe we don't need more wealthy people. Mm-hmm. We need more, you know, empathetic people.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think living through everyone's struggle is different. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm to compare them is impossible. Yeah, because um, I don't know what everyone else's experience is. I know what mine is, and uh, you know, but I think going through struggles, whether it's with mental health. Um, whether it's with being poor, Mm -hmm. you know, there are, it's a crappy place to be stuck, Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like, but there's a ton of like really, there's a lot of lessons that are learned there that I'm, I'm holding on to hope that once I get out of this phase of uh, struggling with anxiety and uh, figuring out where I'm going to find my, you know, my slice of the Mm -hmm. the pie of of life, uh, you know, that I hope I take these lessons with me into the future you know, and that's what I was hoping to is don't forget, just don't forget. And it breaks my heart when I know, I know people my age who, you know, it's become too much and then they've taken yes. their own lives. And it's just, yeah. it breaks my heart to know that because I'm holding on to that hope that if you keep pressing forward, mm-hmm. that there's the, what I've learned right now will be helpful in the future yeah. for, for me as, Yeah, but you know, but that's the thing of the idea of pressing forward when you've already hit that wall of yeah. burnout, it's, it can be a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So no, I think it's super important to recognize reverse and be resilient yeah. <laughs> because it just, reverse to, resilience, to, yeah. to say where, where you're at, to check in with yourself and say, okay, I've hit a wall to press forward. It's not, you're not going to make it go away by working through it. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, all I could really hope for was that it, it, is if anybody out there is also dealing with being burnt out, um, look to what community resources right. you have of, of someone to talk to. Um, well, and,
1: and even when you were able to get through to a, a psychiatrist's office and they said, do you need something immediately, we have resources. Well, you know what? You were okay, but maybe there's somebody exactly. listening who could call in and say, I don't feel like I can wait 10 days.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't have them written down right now, um, but there's plenty of like like suicide hotlines. There's mm-hmm. um, There's suicide hotlines that are like, exclusive for like LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, communities and stuff. Like there's, there are people who care and yeah. it's getting easier to find those people who care. Um, but yeah. Um, we yeah. Love Cause you. we will. We, yeah.
1: well, and we understand that it's a pit when you are um, you've dug down. I mean, it's, it's overwhelming and not always um, can you just do it by yourself and, and you don't have to.
0: Yeah. And Yeah, you
1: know maybe if uh, there are listeners out there who have those sort of resources, we can uh, send them to us. You know, we'd be happy to read those. Oh, we would love to. One hundred percent to to do whatever we can do to help folks because you know dealing with it. uh, Today we're talking about dealing with burnout. It's very serious, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's easy to go out going. God, I'm just so burned out, and it right. It means you know I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed, but I do know that I'll be fine once Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and that's different than than that overwhelming feeling of it. I don't
0: to feel buried. I don't you matter.
1: Know. You know, right. it it doesn't matter what I do now. It 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 really does matter.
0: And yeah, yeah, and it's um, it's real. It's mm-hmm. real. It's mm-hmm. real. 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 Um, really real. It's really 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 <laughs> real. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but not funny. But it is, it, it is not funny. Um. But that's all we could hope for. I it's I actually researching this, and then even having this talk with you right mm-hmm. now has been very illuminating to me. Of uh, that, I need to keep on my progress of, of dealing with my mental health uh, to make sure that it's in a place where I'm not pushing too far past my boundaries, because mm-hmm. you know, I it, that can be a dangerous place.
1: Yeah. I uh, I'm part of a group, and you know, I had a task I needed to take care of, and not only was I I think I've been a little tired, a little burned out, a little extra busy with some other things, and it got to be where not only was I um, not able to take care of things and feeling stress and a little pressure about this this task I needed to do, I became resistant to it. Mm. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. I know I have. A, I have an evening I could take care of some of this. It's a big. It's not a little job. It's a bigger job, and it would take several evenings. But. I found myself being resistant to even starting it, and uh, yeah. but I had a friend step in, and she just said, let's think about all the other stuff you've been dealing with mm-hmm. this week, blah, 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 blah. And it was like such a... It was eye-opening to me, and she was showing me my life. It was like holding up a mirror to me and saying, this is what you're doing. And whereas I could put it off, go, oh, well, that was easy. No, that was no big deal. No, that was... Mm-hmm. After a while, you're thinking, it is wearing me out a yeah. little bit. And... um And, you know, it's just those are what good friends can do is kindly hold up a mirror and say, I think we're looking at something else here.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, I think friendship, community support system as it's kind of a reoccurring theme Mm -hmm. in this show, uh, Mm -hmm. in this in this podcast of of things that are uh, very, very important to have. Um, And I I definitely know that feeling, too, of like I have friends who I always want to hang out with more. I miss them deeply. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to I actually have a night free um, I prefer to stay inside and away from everybody because mm-hmm. it just feels like... Isolate. Uh, isolate, mm-hmm. isolate. To to go out and even hang out and share good times with my friend sounds like too much to do Yeah, when I could just be, be In, alone.
1: Because your energy isn't there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... That's something per, on a personal level that I, I've, I've been uh, working on being more forgiving of myself on that, mm-hmm. that it's, I'm not a bad friend. I'm in a way, mm-hmm. I'm, in a, I'm in a way that needs addressing, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a pretty.
1: Don't you think big, mental health things too, or that just as we're dealing with things and so we are occupied with transitions in our lives. Cause I don't mean to come off like mental health, uh, you know as as a catch-all
0: you know i mean no, it's just, as know.
1: we're all dealing with what we deal yeah. with um i think that i just lost my train of thought
0: well you know what i think the <laughs> idea of so i to me i have a stigma when it comes to the term mental health you know it's mm-hmm. like i hear i hear mental health i don't i don't hear it the same way as i hear physical health like if someone's like oh it's important to take care of your body it's important to take care of
1: that's what i was gonna say yeah continue nice. you got it oh
0: it's just that it's that but we don't see mental health as important if you're throwing up and you're sick it makes sense to call your into friends
1: work friends say no you don't need to come out don't tonight. Come and out. you won't feel guilty
0: yeah. oh don't come into work no no it's, it's sick no. but if you're mentally sick yeah. uh
1: because it, we can't see it we uh-huh. can't see the mental health things we assume
0: that's a less valid reason to call into work. It's less valid, yeah.
1: yeah. But if my left arm were sliced off and spurting spurting blood out the arteries, mm-hmm. people would get that, you know? Right. Well, we do have to to value our mental health the same way as our physical. Absolutely, health. And, absolutely. Uh, but it's so much easier to, you know, to put it on the back burner and say, "Hey, I can just fake it through today. I can just get up and go one more time."
0: Hey, to make my problem someone else's problem mm-hmm. is just. I don't need that. You know, that's that's definitely the mentality. And, you know, pick and choose, but, like, communicating, uh, not doing it alone. I mean, that will just take so much off your shoulders right there, you know, having a sense of community. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. And I feel like I have hope that that with mental health being talked about more, yeah, um, just because someone has poor mental health doesn't mean that it's a crazy wild disease. It means that your brain... Isn't functioning the way that right. is optimal. Right. Kind of like we, we don't have a problem talking about that with physical health. Mm-hmm. But mental because we can't see it, right. it, it it's so much more personal it yeah. feels like. But really if hopefully I, I'm hopeful that we're moving in a direction where it's more talked mm-hmm. about. Right.
1: Um I mean if you cut your arm and you stitch it up, you get it stitched up, or do it yourself. But yeah. let's let's just go with that. We went in, got some Antibacterial business and had it stitched up, you're going to, you'll have a scar, but you can see it. And Mm -hmm. you can people say, How'd you get that scar? And there it is. But you don't see it in the head. Mm -hmm. You don't see your depression. You don't see your anxiety. You don't see it. But because we're talking about it, doesn't mean I'm a complainer.
0: No, it's. it's, I
1: have to tell you because you can't see it. You
0: can't see it. And that's the thing, too. I mean, even more still, the flu will go away, but. Mental problems aren't going to just work themselves yeah. out. You do um, have like to like usually.
1: You do have to learn how to cope and mm-hmm. learn skills that we don't maybe always have because people haven't talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a not, catch twenty two. It is,
0: but we're talking about it. Hopefully you're talking about it. Yeah. Uh you know, and, and I but I'm I feel I do feel hopeful that we're moving more in that direction of, of mental health being seen um as not just a personal issue, mm-hmm. um, but we're not quite there. You know. Well, this
1: is a big topic, and this won't be just a one. Yeah. Visit. To- I would love to talk about that uh, with it. Now, so next week, yes. I won't be here. That's right. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. That's but right. There will we'll, be four. Well, we'll
0: we'll we won't we will not we will not reveal all our oh, cards okay. right now. But we'll have a special okay. episode for you. We next have a week. special
1: episode. But Matt, it's going to be an interesting episode for you to facilitate alone. But I want you to ask the guests about what they noticed with burnout Yeah, because, you know, over time and yes. stress and overwhelming stress that doesn't stop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yes, that's absolutely it's like,
1: I feel weird not being here next week.
0: I feel weird too. I don't, I feel weird running the show, but I'm excited for our guests and I know our guests very yes. well. So it yes. will be, uh, yes. I think it'll be a good conversation, um, but, so you're going to be gone in the Big I'm Apple, going, New York.
1: I'm going to New York. Um, I have a niece who is Juliet in, Romeo and Juliet in, um, in Brooklyn. Anybody yeah. out in Brooklyn next week? And um, so I'm going to go with my two brothers and sister. Mm-hmm. And we're going to spend a few days in the Big Apple supporting my niece. And then for me, uh, touristy stuff. I,
0: yeah, um, I'm can. not
1: ashamed I'm not ashamed to say I'm going to get on that red bus and take the tour um, I have a brother and his wife who will go to Broadway and see a show and that's cool too but I just, I'm just, i just going to be doing uh, yeah. straight up stuff and what I know I'll be doing is looking for what I'll have to do when I go to New York the next time because you never can go just once to yeah. a place right
0: go make a checklist of the way you want to do next time Yes. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, that seems like a goal all in itself is just to... Uh, My goal for
1: next week is, is to come back and um, from New York. <laughs>
0: yeah. I love that goal. <laughs> or stay. I don't know. But uh, that'd be an interesting episode to talk something. about too. We'll have to figure out how to record that way. But uh, uh, Yeah.
1: No, you're going to have some great guests here and you won't miss me a bit. Um, but listening to it when I'm not on it, it'll oh, be like that was a better show no that's gonna be
0: my vulnerability <laughs> right right Insecurities coming yes. out but yeah, no, yeah i don't think that's true i think we have what 33 of these now in the bag so i think we're pretty, getting pretty good at it uh hopefully we'll get yeah. better though um and something that we should say especially on on topics that deal with bigger things like we've been talking about uh you know we, we are not the experts here like oh my goodness no. i know what it feels like to be burned out i don't know all the answers is uh, especially in, in groups yeah. where I, that I don't belong in, you know, like uh, that, that I don't belong to. It's, you know, I don't know. doesn't say Yeah, we're we, not
1: claiming that, that we have that all we can the answers say we lived, or anything. We've walked in your footsteps. We have right. not, but we can certainly honor your journey.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that's, that's our goal is that, you know, um, we're proud of you yeah. and, uh, and how you get up every day and do what you do. But let's recognize we get burned out and, Sometimes life hands you more than you can just deal with alone, mm-hmm. and dealing with it doesn't mean isolation.
0: Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, well, I gotta think of a goal for this upcoming week. Then um, I am going to honestly just where I'm thinking at right now is I'm gonna really take some time to to assess where I'm at with with mental health, knowing. Mm-hmm. That I'm gonna be going to an appointment to possibly get on medication. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, I've seen my therapist on Wednesday mm-hmm. this upcoming week. Um, and so I'm gonna just make it a point to set some time aside where I don't feel like I have to be um, doing something. Yes. You know, I wanna be able to sit with where I'm at and, and sort of evaluate, um, which sounds kind of easy, but I, I so whenever I have free time, I I have all these interests, and so at home I've built up this kind of makeshift, like, little music studio Mm -hmm. that I can do stuff on my own. And whenever I have a free time, I'm like, oh, just hop in there, and I'll try to, like, fiddle around with some stuff. And then a few hours goes by, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun, but it's a – sometimes it's a distraction where I think maybe it would be good to breathe, Mm -hmm. you know, not have –
1: maybe go back to Mm –
0: yeah, like so I'm I'm just going to set some time aside this week to uh, just really try to address with where my burnout's at, where mm-hmm. where my mental and physical health is at, and, and who, who
1: knows? But I, I've read more than once as well that in burnout, um, finding your creativity does help.
0: Yeah, it does, but sometimes that's where it becomes a thing of the things that I love aren't necessarily making me as happy as yeah. they have in the past. Yeah. Be you know and, and I to say why I'm not sure, but it's uh it is something I love and it's something I continue to plan on to continue mm-hmm. to do. Um, so I need to figure out how to make my brain work with that. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for listening this week. Um, kind of a big big topic to talk about, and like well I'm sh- and we'll be talking about it more coming yes. up. yes. But um, we just really really appreciate you listening, and like my mom said, we respect your journey and. We are honored that you take the time out of your day to listen to ours. Um, If you want to reach out to us, we welcome that fully. And you can get a hold of us at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Just search dealingwithitpod, podcast, um, and we'll pop up there. Uh, And you can listen to this show as well as many other wonderful shows on the Ease. Drop Podcast Network. If you go to ease-drop.com on your computer, on your phone, wherever, you'll have access to this show and uh, shows of all variety of topics that would maybe pique your interest.
1: Well, and if if you are a, a person who hears us talking and and you think to yourself that sounds like my sister-in-law, she needs to hear this. Feel free to tell your friends.
0: Yeah, we're not we're not out here trying to do anything other than create a a community where um people who could maybe use a little bit of who maybe i don't know you know i think sometimes hearing other people's
1: knowing you're not alone stuff knowing As you're not you're alone it can be it. helpful it's it's just a community and so um, yeah everyone's you, welcome
0: word of word of mouth just if someone you think could get something out of, of no, they this they could be really ticked off too they <laughs> could
1: come back to you and go what did you have me listening to Matt right. and
0: Trish?" and for you know it? what we're we're not we're not a <laughs> we're not above criticism. So if there's, <laughs> if there's something about the show too, that you would like to hear or, or, or thoughts where all ears, all ears, we want to make this a, com- a community and a, a place that people can listen to. Uh, and yeah. And, and just feel comforted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, this week, you.
1: Matthew, I'm going to bring you a story
0: from New York. Big apple. Yep. I love that. So I will catch up with you next week. My mom will catch up with you too.
1: I will. I'll be back.
0: But we will talk to you soon. Yes. And
1: until then, let's just keep Dealing. dealing with it.